Hello and welcome to a new episode of Beyond Borders podcast. Um, this episode I don't do an interview with someone else. I just talk about uh, my personal experiences on Malta, like as a short summary. Um, and I'm also introducing myself because I think um, I didn't really do that so far. Um, yeah, enjoy. So first of all, um, as I told you, my name is Isabel. I'm 23 years old and I come from Germany. And 2020 will be an interesting year for me. And um, you can actually follow me through the year. Well, I start maybe with um, telling you about last year. Because last year I joined a certain rescue mission um, of refugee rescue for two months. So I was the driver of the last remaining rescue vessel between Turkey and Lesbos. And we brought sure about 1,500 people, um, all refugees from mostly from Afghanistan. And that actually changed a lot for, yeah, my, myself, um, and also what I want to do in, yeah, this year because when i returned to germany i planned to study um but well i studied for eight weeks and then i quit university again and um, made plans for yeah this project because i want to go back to the european borders i don't just want to stay in germany studying about international relations or something like that i think um Right now, I can be useful at the European borders, and I um, I'm willing to learn um, more about the fieldwork and to learn more about the people who arrive at the borders, who work at the borders, and um, I want to share my experiences with you. So you can follow me to the European borders this year. Um, maybe you already started because in January I spent three weeks on Malta on a certain rescue ship of Lifeline. Um, the Lifeline isn't allowed to go out anymore, so we stayed in harbor in Valletta. But um, I was able to talk to the crew a lot since we lived together. Um, but I also were able to um, talk with locals, with people working for the government and so on. So maybe you listened to last episode. There I talked to Mark. Um, he basically... Yeah, spent a lot of time with us and um, also did the last podcast episode with me where he explained a bit more about the relationship of um, NGOs and the government and the situation and the role Malta has in this whole border process of Europe. So I can now give more information about my own experiences on Malta, um, which is really interesting because I didn't know so much about Malta before. I didn't know about the political um, atmosphere and I really didn't know about the refugee situation on Malta. So for my my um, personal opinion right now is that Malta is really being left alone by the rest of Europe. Um, 
yeah, Mark already told this um, last episode, but I think it's something you can't mention enough because Malta is really, really small. I mean, I was there three weeks and I have seen like not every corner of Malta for sure, but we went to most places on this island. It's able, you can actually see the whole island in a week if you really want to. So um, it has only 400,000 people living on Malta, um, which is a really small number. And they have such a high number of refugees arriving. So it's not simply not possible that they can take care of all of these people. I mean, sure, there could be better conditions and they could maybe provide more more help, more, more place, whatever. So Malta is really in need of European solidarity because Malta is not responsible for every thing the European Union does as a whole, but they receive the consequences more than other countries. So I think if every country in Europe would take more responsibility, Malta wouldn't be in the situation yeah, in which it is right now. So another thing I learned um, is that Malta also has definitely its own problems even without a refugee crisis i mean this is really obvious but it's something i didn't think about before because um maybe you heard of a murdered journalist um there was a female journalist her name was daphne and in my first week actually we went to a memorial of daphne um the family spoke there journalists spoke there really a lot of people came to that memorial which take place every single month um, in front of the court of Valletta, of Malta. And yeah, actually it's really hard to give <laughs> um, a short introduction to this topic because it's a huge, huge topic. But basically it's about this woman was a journalist and she was writing about yeah critical stories, also about... Um, corruption in, in Malta and she was murdered um, by a car bomb and there are rumors um, that the government or people close to the government were involved in the murder of Daphne and um, the court case is still going on and there's a huge pressure on the government um, which Yeah, it's a big, big problem for the stability of, of the government itself. So it's understandable that the first problem for them is not caring about refugees right now, but like solving their own kind of problems, um, which isn't good, but it's understandable that it is that way right now. So I think when we um, look to to Malta, to understand the refugee politics you also have to understand the other problems and politics um, Malta has to solve and yeah this is just another good reason for other European countries also have to kind of support the refugees but also the government of Malta by by taking a bit pressure by caring about replacement or 
relocation, not replacement, <laughs> by relocation of the people of Malta, rather refugees. There's not too much more I could say about this because I think these two are the basic points I learned on Malta. Um, I think, well, the people I talked to, the local people, they were really not against refugees, not at all. But refugees were not their first, their first point of, of importance. Like there were other priorities for them. So all in all, I would say, um, yeah, it's not about racism on Malta. Well, not in first hand. For sure, racism might be an extra additional problem people have to face. But I think the main issue on Malta is more the structural lack of commitment by the rest of the European Union. So it's not like the locals um, would be so against refugees because they're racist. It's more that some people, some locals might not be supporting refugees anymore because they fell overwhelmed and left alone by the rest of the European Union. So, yeah. We have definitely some problems on Malta regarding refugees since um, just right before we came, there were two guys, um, two refugees shot by Maltese soldiers and um, it's still not clear whether these soldiers will face serious consequences for killing at least one of them. Um And also several fires took place at refugees camps. And so on. So the, so the situation is still critical on Malta for refugees, for sure. But um, I think it's not um, because Maltese people would be racist or whatever. It's just they are left alone with a problem on a really small island. And um, other European governments just seem not to care enough. Um, these are just my personal observations, my personal feelings. It's just based on what I saw, what I heard, what I felt. So everything I say might be wrong um, because someone else might perceive it in a different way. Um, but this is the way I perceived it. So if you have any questions regarding anything, you can always text me Um You can just send me a private mes message on Instagram, on Beyond Borders Podcast. Um, you can always um, send me any feedback. Um, also, if you have any own experience because you were on Malta yourself, you live on Malta, um, whatever, feel free to text me. Um, yeah. So this was a sum up of Malta. Um, the next country I will... Um, Yeah, talk about is Germany because um, right now I still live in Germany. I just returned here and um, until mid of March, for example. So I will stay here and talk to different people. And I already made some interesting interviews uh, with a guy, for example. He's an expert in German weapons, um, which is also related to refugee crises. Um, And I also talked to uh, the founder of Sea-Watch um, and he gave good impressions of 
why Cybel um, C-Rescue had started. Um, yeah, so stay tuned. There are a lot of really interesting interviews coming. Um, yeah.